What is up, YouTube family? We're back with another subscriber first wholesale deal interview. Today, we got Anthony. You just turned, you're 24, bro? 24, yes. 24, just close your first wholesale deal. And how much have you made? 23,000, 23, 100. 23 G, basically 24 G. <laughs> right? 23, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, man. So anyways, you guys, if you recently closed your first wholesale deal, what I'd like you to do is shoot me a DM on Instagram. Show me the money. Show me a picture of a check. I love to get you on. Um, if you haven't followed me on Instagram, gosh, come on, man. See, what are you doing, dude? So you can hit me up on Instagram. Go to Kong, K-H-A-N-G dot like a period WTM. But I love to bring you on um, basically to share your story. The reason I do this, inspire motivates let everyone that's watching this it's not just called king kong doing this man but normal regular people just you and i when i first started i was just watching other people too and i was like hey you know what can i do this would this work for me blah 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 but dude you put in the work you stay committed you too can make it happen you don't need to be smart i'm a high school dropout as dumb as can be and uh, I'm sitting here now, you know, sharing with you guys what I've learned throughout the past 10 years in real estate in the game and uh, uh, what currently what we're doing and how we can make it happen. But Anthony, man, no further ado, you guys, if you enjoy this, please show my guests and myself some love and boom, smash that thumbs up really helps out with the YouTube algorithm. But Anthony, let's let's jump in, man. Uh, quick story, quick background by yourself, dude. Um, so I currently live in Houston. Um, like, like we said earlier, 24 years old, went to college, uh, maybe a year, year and a half. It was a community college and, you know, taking basics and everything. And we were, you know, just sitting in the classroom and like, I, I didn't understand why we were learning this stuff. You know, how's this going to apply to, to real life? You know, how's it going to teach you how to make money? Um, and you know, af after being there for a year, year and a half, I decided to drop out and um, get into, you know, entrepreneur and business and all that. Um, actually started trying to sell on Amazon, doing Amazon FBA. Okay. Um, yeah, always, I was kind of big on e-commerce. Um, I, I started making some, I guess, like passive income there. And I was like, okay, this, this is what it feels like, you know, to make a passive income. Um, I think the most I made in a day was, I think it was like 600 bucks in a day, which is, you know, okay. pretty good yeah, for a, a young person. <laughs> Um, but then, you know, I actually came across your YouTube channel and was, you were talking about wholesaling, what it is, you know, um, the process, how to do it, no license needed. So, you know, I was, I was tuning in to learn how to do it. And then you were, you were posting all these, these videos, you know, saying 30 K checks in like, you know, a month or whatever. So yeah. I was like, you know, damn, let me watch this guy. Let me subscribe. <laughs> uh, <subscribe>. yeah <laughs> let me subscribe and you know let me let me see what he's talking about so that's when i actually started to just you know learn what wholesaling is how to do it um and i also watch uh your your buddy ryan I, i'm subscribed to him as well Pineda. Um, yeah I, I use his contract actually uh, so sorry <laughs> <laughs> it's all good dude yeah so you know i, I learned from y'all and um Yes. So glad that I got my first deal. Um, I, I, the first deal was, you know, 23 K and then I got another small deal that just closed this past Monday. It was only a thousand, but I didn't do any marketing whatsoever. I just, uh, essentially brought the buyer to, to the partner. So that was an easy thousand bucks. Um, I might have another 5,000 closing maybe next week. <laughs> so, you know, we'll see where that goes. Nice bro. So that thousand bucks is basically kind of a JV deal. 
Yeah, JB deal. Okay, so dude, first, I before we talk about discuss about how you got your whole your first wholesale deal, which is a twenty three thousand. Anthony's gonna break it down, you guys. There's no sales pitch, no nothing. Sit back, relax, take notes. The only thing that's gonna leave you is that you gotta put in the W O R K. All right. So before we get into the twenty three thousand, I want to know is how did you end up making a thousand if this is a JV deal? The 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 guy the JV deal guy was he was he was kind of arrogant uh, and he was you know like the, the cocky jerky real estate investor guy yeah I hope he doesn't watch this video <laughs> but um you know he he wouldn't tell me how much he got it under contract for he wouldn't tell me how much he was making or what the spread was sure and you know I was I started off the bat trying to you know say you know I want ten thousand um, but he was like I'm not even making ten thousand whatever I, I don't know if I believe him or not. Um, but at that point I was just like, you know, a thousand bucks is a thousand bucks. So I'll just take sure. what I can get. So now, um, let me ask you for everyone that's listening, when you're new into the game, obviously you're fresh, you're basically fresh into the game, right? So people that have been in the long, the game a little bit longer, the way that negotiates, they know how to handle people. So obviously they're going to dominate, right? So I'm here to teach you what I have learned the past 10 years all the mistake, the trial, the error, and what I have to go through, right? To be a stone cold, dude, I'm not a, you know, after I watched Pineda, dude, I don't think I'm as a, I don't think I'm, I'm as a good dude, killer negotiator what, as Pineda. I gotta say, dude, Pineda is a stone cold killer. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't want to go up and negotiate uh, against that dude. <laughs> <laughs> um Pineda's actually uh one of my idol too man he's uh, definitely a great guy a great role model man and a freaking killer entrepreneur yeah, so absolutely. but let's let's talk about this deal dude so now when you when the guy brought you when obviously you jb on a deal typically a fair jb deal is obviously a 50 50 split but here's but here's how you're going to position yourself so my question to you is what did you so so what did the um so what did the guy what did the what did that guy tell you about this deal? Um he, he didn't tell me much honestly. He just gave me you know the basics. It's just it was a uh, two two duplexes on the right, same right, lot. Hold, 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 bro. So we're not gonna go into like the whole property details. You guys, this is what I do when if I were to like coach someone, like. I'm diving into how you negotiate, how the deal went down and how you can prevent it in the future to obviously get your fair share of the deal. So my question to you is when you reach out to him on this JBD or did he reach out to you and say, hey, if you bring me a buy for the deal? Uh, I think he actually reached out to me. I, he was about to buy uh, another deal that I had, sure, but uh, that didn't go through. And then he said that he, he said he had another property that he you know, wanted to sell. Okay, and hold he, on he a was second. Hold to on. JV. Gotcha. So he he tell he tells you that I have another property that I want to JV. Yeah. Okay. When he said that, what did you like? What would you respond back to him? Um, I I don't remember. I I probably just asked, like, what what kind of deal it is and what kind of property, and then getting the basic rundown. Right. So typically, what it is is most people want to say, hey, so if I bring you a buyer, what is my part, right? So how much do I get paid? My question to you is, did you ask that question or, or what? I, I did. Uh, we, we, okay. we talked about the split and then I, I told them, you know, the usually is it's 50, 50 or 60, 40. That's, that's the only two that I've heard 
those two okay. options. And he was like, you know, I, I don't believe in a split like that because he was like, I, I spend $12,000 a month sure. uh, trying to make the phone ring. So I don't believe in a split like that. That's what he told me. Sure. Now, <laughs> now you guys got to understand, this is the real world. This is the business world. All right. It all comes down to is negotiating. If it's because a lot of you going to come in and be like, hey, that dude is not fair. That dude is not fair. No, dude. It's the business world. It's the entrepreneur world. All right. If you if you're a better negotiator, you win. If you're not, you need to learn and you need to upgrade. It's not about pointing finger. Oh, that, that guy, that gal take advantage of me. No, dude. This is the business. Dude, this is the real world. Then, then, then you just got to up your game. Right. So basically what what he what this guy's positioning himself is obviously like he knows, right? So my, my, um, so, okay. So now when you tell him, Hey, so what is the, so what is the split? And did, did he say, did he say anything? He just, um, I mean, he just told me that he didn't believe in a split like that. So, but, right. But, but when you negotiate with him, did you ask him? So what do you typically pay? Yeah, he, well, he, he asked me what I wanted, and then I said, you know, 10K. Biggest, dude, that's your first problem, right? That's why. So typically when Anthony, anyone from now on, dude, asks you for a number, ask them back. Always. Remember, anyone, whoever gives the number first lose. And then you mention, hey, there's a 50-50 split. You don't even need, you shouldn't even uh, mention that. You shouldn't even mention, hey, uh, I heard of a 40-60 split. Don't even mention that. Like you guys, I have people that JV with me and it's how I play the game. All right. I always ask them. So what do you want, Anthony? Right. Hey, it, listen, I have so much buyers now that I don't do a 50, 50 <clears throat> split unless, unless I come down to it. Like I have to, like, I don't need to. So there's, there's wholesaler out there that have built up their massive amount of buyers already. And if you just jump on and you just want to be like, Hey, you know what? I got a buyer here, you know? I want to uh, do a 50-50 split. Some wholesalers say, screw it, right? No, I'm not going to give you 50% uh, of my profit. I got yeah. other, I got so much buyer, I'm going to pitch it out to someone that's willing to take less. So you guys, you got to understand, like, it's a game, right? So most, somehow, some wholesaler won't agree with, with that. I'm just saying is how can you position yourself so that way you're not, you, you're, you're basically not being either, you know, taken advantage of or, not squeeze of your fair share. So, um, so he asked you what you want and you said that 10,000. Yeah. Okay. So the next thing you should have done is to ask him, Hey, you know what, man, this is my first JV deal. I'm not familiar with it. I just want to know that's how you, that's how you want to position them. You know, Hey, I got, if I bring you by man, I, I just want to know what is fair. What is fair? What do you typically pay? So that's how you position yourself to get the other person to give you a number saying, hey, I'm new to this. It's okay. Say, hey, I've never, or you can just say, hey, I've never done a JV deal before. I've always done a deal alone, uh, but I mm -hmm. love to work with you. I love to build a long-term relationship, right? It's all about that relationship, build long-term relationships. So I want to know what is fair share? What do you typically pay? And then once they mention a number, then it's negotiating time. Right. So now it's, it's negotiating first. time. So you tell him 10,000 and then obviously now he tells you, Hey, I got marketing costs. I got all this cost, yada, 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 yada. Yeah. And then who's the, who's the one that mentioned a thousand bucks? Um, that, that was him. Um, he said, I'll give you a thousand bucks for it. And then I, I got him up to 2000. 
But then when the negotiation happened with, uh, you know, him and, and the, the end buyers sure. and the end buyers, uh, they said that the, the rehab was more expensive than, sure. than what they thought. So sure. uh, they had to renegotiate down and then he cut my 2000 to 1000. I got you. So um, Anthony, here's my next question, man. So when you guys talk about the split or how much he were going to pay you at this time, like you guys, this is, this is the details that you don't see other people post on their channel. Like these, these are details where I actually like this. If you get a one-on-one mentor, I don't do one-on-one, but when you get a one-on-one, this is what they do. They dive into and they teach you not just business, right? How to do this. But, but these are details that most people like don't teach. And this is, this is, this is when you actually in the business, you're like, you're in the dirt, you're grinding every day. These are things that you need to know. Right, because everyone else can talk about the basic stuff, how to wholesale, get a house under contract. But this is the, this is the thing that goes inside of getting a deal done. Now, dude, so when he mentioned a thousand bucks, now when he mentioned that, that was that before you brought a buyer, or is that after you brought a buyer? Um, it was before. Okay, so basically yeah. he said, "Hey, dude, Anthony, if you bring me a buyer, the best I can do is I, I, I'm just going to give you a thousand bucks on it." Right? Yeah, as like a finder's fee. Okay. I got you. And once again, it all comes down to is agreeing, right? And, and, and if that's what they say, when you do find a buyer, you come back and you can negotiate, which Anthony did. And he was able to get it up to 2000 and then the negotiating happened. It went back to 1000. The, <laughs> the only thing that I see you do here wrong, dude, it's just the, you know, obviously mentioning the number first, the guy. Yeah. And, and when you listen, when you JV2, when you have a buyer, you got to understand the other person wants your buyer just as much as you, as like, like you got to, so don't come in a lack of confidence. Don't come in as weaker than just understand that you got a buyer. The other person needs you just as much as you need them to get the deal done. So just, right. so just make sure that you negotiate. So anyways, um, Anthony, let's jump in and let's talk about your first wholesale deal, man. So break it down bit by bit. How do you find the seller and all of that, dude? Um, so <clears throat> I guess I can start off with, you know, I started wholesaling in February, right? And 2021. You know, got, yeah, this year, this year. Okay. And, you know, I got prop stream and everything. Nice. Uh, what else? What else did I get? I think I was all right. Just hold on. This. Hold on, Anthony. I got to do the plug in. <laughs> I got <laughs> I got to do a plug in. So for those of you if you don't have prop streams, definitely missing out the number one place to go get your data when you're pulling distressed property. When distressed property I mean these are people that are ready and willing to sell to you at a major discount because they're in a certain situation when you're looking for property that's on the market, you're complete you're competing with too many buyers already nationwide. But when you're able to pull your own private list which we do on PropStream for many years. My affiliate link is right below in the descriptions. Check them out. You can get a seven days free trial with them. After the seven days, if you don't like them, boom, you can disconnect, no string attached. So check them out. All right, go ahead, bro. So what list did you pull? <laughs> um, I think that was probably tax delinquent. Nice, okay. Yeah, so, um, so this started in February and you know, I've, I, I was doing what a lot of other people were doing, you know, getting a big list, putting in a dollar, calling people. Um, and I didn't, I didn't get any results. And, you know, I was discouraged and everything, not thinking that I can make it and whatnot. Um, but it wasn't until last month. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard of REI SIF. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I started implementing REI SIF. So that's 
Um, oh, sorry. I thought you meant something else. No, I don't know. Okay, REI Swift is a like a, a data management list stacking software. Oh, nice. Uh, I think like the, the basic plan is like 50 bucks a month. The next one's a hundred bucks. So it's affordable. Um, and, you know, just, you put all your data in there and it'll list that for you, you know, sure. one, two, three, how many, how many lists that record is on. And this seller happened to be on that list. Um, it was a tax delinquent, high equity and failed listing. So he had three stacks. Go on. So for those of you who's watching this too, um, I prop streams, tell me if I'm wrong. Uh, because I don't do the marketing in the wifey does. Um, but I, you can also list stack on prop streams. I'm like 99.9% .9 sure that you can actually do that on prop stream. Just an FYI. Yeah. Okay. I think it's, I think it's extra, but yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So after that, okay. So this guy was on multiple different lists. Right. Okay. Got it. So Next. yeah, he, he was on, he was on three different lists. So I was like, this guy's probably motivated. He's you know, failed listing. So he tried, you know, he obviously tried to sell it in the past. Yep. Um, so I had his number skip traced already. I called one of the numbers and um, it, it actually wasn't him. It was his tenant. So I, I was talking to the tenant and I was like, oh, awesome. Uh, could you actually put me in contact with the, the landlord? And she had no problem with that. So she gave me his number and I called up the landlord, I think the next day. Okay. And um, I, I talked to him. He told me his situation. He was, I think, 8,000 uh, behind on taxes. Okay. And he was, you know, telling me the, the details of the property, how many beds, how many baths. Um, so he, he was telling me that he wants to sell ASAP. So I, I could tell yeah. he was motivated, right? Yep. He, he wants to sell ASAP. Um, he originally was asking for 180. Okay. And yeah, 180,000. Um, so I got all, all the details on the property and I looked at the ARV and it was Air, ARV was, uh, I think two, between 275 and 285. Ooh, okay. So yeah. when I, so, so sorry. So when I talked to a seller and the seller said that they want 180 and I went and do a research and know that the ARV is like this, dude, you know that this is a hot lead that got a call back. So yeah, good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, he had told me that another investor made him an offer of 160 and he said okay. that was too low. So I knew, I knew where, you know, since I knew the ARV and it seemed like a good deal, I knew where to, what kind of ballpark to play in. So I actually, um, called him back the next day and, uh, he said he had talked to his wife or whatever. And I sure. offered him 150 to, you know, kind of lowball, leave some room for negotiation. Yep. And I told him, you know, 150, we can close in two to three weeks, cash, all that good stuff. And um, he, he said it was too low. So from 180 to 150, you know, that's 30,000. So I kind of use your script, you know, um, you know, we're $30,000 apart. If I can come up 15, you come down 15, whatever. Yeah, and, and it, nice. it, it worked. So, yeah. oh, so oh. <laughs> Anthony, hold on a second. So first, I want to break this down for, for those of you who's listening. So list stacking means that you're not targeting the person just on one list. Like maybe they're in pre-foreclosure, but they're not on any other list. So when you list that, it means you basically take a big list and you really narrow it down. So it's, these people are basically different. Like they have four or five other or three different motivations that they need to sell the property. 
I, you know, maybe they're this one, the tax delinquents, they're bacon or whatever it is, right? But it, in multiple pinpoints, so you take a big list. This is when you have a very low budget and you just want to basically narrow it down. So that way you, um, you're basically hitting people that are just super in distress uh, uh, situation. And once again, prop streams, you can certainly, uh, like I said, 99.9 .9 that you can list that, okay? So now hold on a second. <laughs> <laughs> For those of you, listen, if you're having trouble talking and negotiating with the seller, right, you can check out my King Kong script. Link is in the descriptions. <laughs> Keep going, I, I Anthony. Think I, so. I think I just made my, I made my own script, like your version. I kept watching, the, you know, a bunch of your videos. Oh, yeah. The, taking... uh, the Friday Life cold call role play. If you guys haven't attended that, you should. Yeah. And, and the videos where you were uh, negotiating with the sellers. I was taking notes of what you would say to them. Oh, good, good, yeah. good, good, bro. <laughs> good. Yeah. Okay, so okay, so at this time, um, Anthony, you haven't met the seller and you haven't seen the property, right? Mm -mm. Okay, got it. Got it, got it, got it. Okay. So do you know what's the rehab on it? Um he said he had just put in fifty thousand of okay. uh, rehab into the property. Yep. So he said not much was needed. He said maybe 5K max. Okay, got it. Hold on. So he said yeah. about 5,000 rehab. Yeah. So now what is the actual rehab cost? I, I actually don't know. So, uh, you, so you basically went with uh, his number? Yeah, I mean, we actually got to the point where we walked the property, uh, me and, and two oh. buyers. Okay. Um, and we all walked the property. It wasn't like... It was an excellent condition. I don't even think it needed 5,000, maybe two or three, if any. Oh, wow. So both buyers were there. And um, right after the walkthrough, one of the buyers was like, he was like, Anthony, I want it. He wanted to sign right then and there, but I, I didn't bring a paper contract or anything. <laughs> I, knew, I, knew, I knew it was yeah. a good deal. Um, and I, I had a, a good feeling like they would, you know, hop on the deal. And especially after we saw it, there was, it was in excellent condition. Okay. Hold um, on a second. Hold on a second, bro. So you offer the seller 150 and what do you guys, uh, what do you end up locking the prop and the contract with the seller for? 170. Nice. Okay. So someone offered him 160. He said, no, you went in even lower. And then you guys agree on 170. Yeah, I tried to get him at 165, but he, he was going to agree to it, but his wife, his wife wouldn't, you know, the, mm. the wife is the boss. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you guys, listen, man, um, here's a little secret, okay? <laughs> if you're talking to someone that are in a relationship, whether you're asking them to do something, and if, if that person, that man, <laughs> that guy tells you, hey, let me ask my wife. Let me tell you what he's trying to tell you is no. <laughs> if he if he said I have to talk to my wife about this, the answer is no. All right, I've done this multiple times. I'm guilty. When someone asks me <laughs> to do something, I say, well, let me check with the wife. It's a no. Like the answer is no. Okay. <laughs> so, and here's another thing I want you guys to learn from this: is the person that offered him 160. Either one didn't follow up. Did, did the seller tell you how long ago did he got that offer of 160? No, he didn't tell me. Okay. They either didn't follow up or they didn't know, they did not know to negotiate because literally they're 10,000 apart from getting a $20,000 deal, 
right? Yeah. So it's like when you don't know how to negotiate or when you don't follow up with your leads, this is the problem. When it's a hot lead, I mean, I like if it's a hot lead like this, man, we, we literally, if I talk in the morning, I'll follow up at night again or I follow up the next day, right? Obviously, you don't want to bombard them, like, you know, hassle them, but you got to make sure that when you follow up, just make it a friendly follow up. Just say, hey, just checking in. How your day going? I know we chat about this. Just want to see kind of where you're at. You know, we're really looking for another piece of property to buy. I got some team here, uh, some contractor. They, they, they're basically looking for work. And that's why I'm hoping to make this work. So now you're putting, now you're not pressure them. Like they feel like you are, they're giving you a good deal, but now you're putting that on, hey, I got a crew here that needs some work. And that's why I'm willing to pay you a little bit more just to have work for these guys, right? Mm -hmm. That's the key. Okay. So now how do you found the buyer, bro? It was, I, I have a buyer's list um, oh. and I just blasted it out. And one of the buyers reached out and, um, you know, he's saying he was interested. He wanted to see it the same day. Okay. Uh, but then later that night, uh, another interested buyer messaged me basically the same thing. So I tried to schedule, you know, where they could have it on the same day, just okay. one showing. Cause the seller was, he was really adamant on trying to do one showing. He didn't want, you know, with okay. COVID and everything, he didn't want the, the tenant to be, feel worried. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Now, Dude, obviously, you know, the, uh, uh, the whole interview is to make, to make sure that we can give our audience as, as much info as possible here. So how did you build up your, so what are some ways that you build up your cash buyer list? I just constantly kept posting on Facebook. Facebook um, marketplace? Uh, no, just uh, like a bunch of Facebook groups. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm on that uh, uh, wholesaling houses full time. <laughs> And then um, I, I'm in Houston, so a bunch of Houston, you know, Good. Uh, investor groups. Good. So those of you who's watching, and I get people ask me this all the time. So Kong, should I focus on getting a deal first, or should I focus on finding, uh, finding my building my cash buyer first? Dude, you can do both. Like I don't know why yeah. people, people don't understand, dude. You make a post on Facebook, like it's not like you're sitting there for eight hours, right? Make a post on <laughs> Facebook, and and then people, you know, the buyer will pour it in, and you just put them on your list. Like you can do both. It's not yeah. one or the other. Do both. Okay. So that way, when you have a deal, dude, when you have a deal, it's not like you just have a deal and you just sit there and the buyer comes. No, dude, you still got to market the dang thing. Right? Yeah. So do both. Okay. So you set up the walkthrough, walkthrough with the buyers and they pretty much buy it on, the, like uh, kind of bought it on the spot. Yeah. Uh, the, the first buyer, he was like, Anthony, I want it. You know, we got to sign it tonight. And uh, I, well, before that I had, uh, marketed out on Facebook for 200,000, you know, I okay. overshot a little bit. Sure. So I overshot for 200,000. Um, but those two buyers, they wanted to see the property. And then the first guy actually ended up offering 193, um, 193,000, but he wanted to do 3k earnest money. And then maybe an, an hour later, the second buyer called me and was like, Hey, Anthony, we're, we're going to match that well, 193. But but 7k earnest money. Okay. So it, it, it kind of, you know, made me feel like they were more serious. Sure. So, um, it, it was kind of a battle, but I ended up going with the 7k earnest money guys. Gotcha, dude. So based on this numbers, dude, and especially Houston, Texas, dude, Houston, Texas is a hot market. Yeah. So now how long did it? Okay. So once you lock this property under contract, how long did 
How long did it take you to find a buyer? One day, two day, or what? Um, let me see. Pro probably a couple days. Because I, okay. I only had it, my, my, my due diligence period was, I think, seven days. Okay. So, oh, you're, yeah. wait, hold on a second, dude. Let me help you out, bro. Oh, so, no. so, you, so you got a, uh, so you put on your contract a seven days inspections? Yeah, because he had a deadline to close. He needed to close. Um, he has a business and he needed the money mm. to pay his employees or whatever. Sure. So we didn't have that much time. Mm. Um, yeah, he needed to close by July uh, 13th, but we ended up closing on the 15th and he was okay with it. Got uh, he got his money and everything. So, got it, man. So now, um, how much uh, earnest money did you have to put down with the seller? I put a hundred. A hundred bucks. Yeah. Now listen, man. Those of you, if you tell me, Kong, dude, I don't have a hundred bucks, dude. You, so, <laughs> bro, if you don't have a hundred bucks, if you can't find a way to get a hundred dollar, then maybe you shouldn't be an entrepreneur. Get a job and just be done, dude. You can go stand in the corner for one day and get a hundred dollar. <laughs> Come on, man. Shit, show a little bit of skin and you can get a hundred dollar, man. You know, I mean, people come up with all kind of excuses, dude. You either do it, you either do whatever it takes, or you don't. If you don't, then you're not an entrepreneur. You're an employee. It's like two different person, dude. You're either an employee or you're an entrepreneur. Entrepreneur willing to do whatever it takes. Like they'll hustle, they'll grind. Obviously, to me, it's ethical, right? You're not you're not stepping on anybody's or doing anything wrong to get that money. But dude, they will do whatever it takes in their power to make it happen. There's just no excuse, period. If you make excuses, dude, just stick with the job. Some people don't understand that. All right, man. So um, that's it. So now, how much did uh, how much did your okay? So your buyer put seven thousand. Yeah, seven thousand unrefundable. And how quick was the uh, how quick was uh, the closing, bro? From the time they put the earnest money, uh, it was about a week and a half, maybe ten days. Dude, how do you feel after you got the twenty three G? I honestly, I felt like I was on top of the world because I, you know, hell yeah. I when you when you get that check in your hand, the first yeah. time you know you hold that check, you're like, damn, I I did this, you know. But yeah. Bro, uh, I remember, dude, I remember when I first got my uh, my $50,000 from a fix and flip. And my wife and I, dude, went out to this nice fancy dinner, which is, uh, some of you probably do it on a regular base. But for us at that time, dude, we just closed on this 50K profit and went, took her out to the nice dinner. It was, oh, it was like 120 bucks. And before that, my wife and I would never, 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 dude, it was always pho, right? Noodles, noodle soup. <laughs> 20 bucks dinner, wife and I, $20 cheap date, like the wife cheap, right? And so I took it out, man. At that moment, dude, we're like, oh man, we're gonna get so, we're gonna be so rich, <laughs> dude, because, you know, something clicked, you know, we're like, hey, wow, we can make this X amount in X amount of time. And uh, like, we just knew it's just, hey, now that we know the process, just basically rinse and repeat. Right. But uh, anyways, dude, Anthony, I got one question for you, man. And uh, be honest, dude, you're, you're not going to hurt my feeling. Oh, no. Between me and Pineda, dude, who do you like better, <laughs> bro? <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding, bro. So <laughs> I'm just kidding, dude. So Anthony, man, um, let's wrap this up, man. How can people uh, connect with you, dude? Connect network. Um, I am on Instagram and TikTok. Okay. 
handle is Anthony Song with two G's. So three G's. That's, nice. that's it. That's it. Yeah. Anthony, what are some tips, advice, feedback that you can give to the people that's watching this, bro? I think um, the, the main thing is persistence. Mm. Um, you know, just you, like, like you, you've always said, you know, you're going to get a lot more no's and yeses. Mm -hmm. um, I've definitely got more no's and yeses. And, you Same know, you, you're going to feel down. You're going to feel like you can't do it. And then, you know, you just got to keep going. And also a, a good support system is good too. Mm. My girlfriend's always been very supportive. Good for um, you. Yeah. And actually a week before, it was a week or two before this deal closed, I had another deal locked up and they tried to steal my earnest money and it was, it was $13,000 or $15,000. I'm, I'm not going to say what title company it is because sure. they might see it, but uh, sure. they, they didn't have anything in writing and they, they, they tried to tell me, you know, they're going to, they use the money to, for all the units that they opened for escrow Ooh. with title. Okay. And they tried, they tried to steal that money from me. And, you know, I was at that point, I was like, I was like broken down. I, I'm not going to lie. I was crying. I was like, damn, I can't do this. I'm going to, I'm going to quit real estate or whatever. But, you know, she was, my girlfriend was there for me and she was there to comfort me and, and pray for me. So good for you, bro. Good, dude. Good for you, man, dude. Uh, dude, I want to say, man, um, you know, I'm happy that you found someone that's basically starting from the bottom with you. The wife and I were just the same, man. I mean, when I was going through the six-month period, right, trying to get my first deal, educating and taking action at the same time, same thing, dude. I, I was like, man, can I really do this? You know, even though you want to believe that you can, but there, it's just there's a percentage where you like, hey, you know what? Maybe I'll just, dude. Like my, like it comes to my head all the time. People ask me, come when you when you go through that, did you ever thought about quitting? Yeah. Multiple times, yeah, yeah. multiple times where I just like, dude, maybe I just go be an employee, dude. Honestly, just just stick with working at a job so I don't have to deal with this. It's, it's sometimes this the pain is just so much, but that pain <clears throat> is to basically it's a test and to challenge you. Like, do you really have what it takes or not? Because if you can't even handle that, how can you handle you know building a bigger you know building a business, running a team, and etc. Right? Because obviously, right. Um, but. Beside, beside your girlfriend was being there, bro, with the support, man. Anthony, what might be another reason that actually helped you to push through, bro? Is there, is there anything else that were, when you think about it, man, when you were down, like, what, was there something else? Um, to be honest, I, I think it's just trusting God. Just trusting, you know, God will, God will be there for me, take care of what, you know, needs to be done. It's all part of his plan. Um, and I just started going to the church maybe about 10 months ago, but as time went on, it's, it's getting into like a, a bigger part of my life yeah. and, uh, I'm actually getting baptized next month. Oh, congrats. So, thank you. Good. Dude, yeah. Um, good, good for you, bro. I, Hey, you know, I to totally 100% uh, can relate. Same thing. When I was going through the tough times beside the wife being there, man, definitely God. Right. I pray all the time. I, yeah. dude there was time where i almost lost everything i was uh i was pretty i got myself in a pretty hot mess dude pretty hot mess i cried for, i cried for four nights didn't sleep for four nights it was really bad yeah. at this time the wife was in vietnam and i was i flew over here to take care of some of my rehab project and i didn't tell the wife about this because i didn't want to put the stress on her i was just soaking in all myself and i just like calm you're gonna figure all this out yourself but honestly man 
I, at that time, even though I want to believe that I can, but it, I was so vulnerable that it was just hard, extremely hard for me. And I pray every single day. I pray, pray, pray. And a lot, you know, it's just, and then things, magical things start to happen. You know, I just, and everything just, just kind of line and everything, the people and the things just comes in the, at a right spot. And my yeah. problem was able to, to, to be resolved. And that's all I can tell you guys, you know, I'm, 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 I'm definitely no, no hero or anything to, to get here, man. It's uh, it weren't for God. It weren't for the wife to be there the time that I needed. I wouldn't be here doing what I do. So uh, definitely anyways, bro. But uh, Anthony, wrap this up, man. Um, anything else you want to say? We're going to shut this down. Um, I mean, I don't know. I'm just going to, you know, obviously keep going after the next deal, the next deal. Uh, I had a, a, a goal at the beginning of this year. I want to hit hundred K this month. Nice. Uh, but now, now that I got a $22,000 check, you know, <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I want to aim for $50,000 a month. So nice. yeah. So your next goal is 50,000 a month, 50,000 a month. You got it, bro. Anthony, man, keep me, um, keep me posted on your journey. I love seeing your growth, dude. And, uh, let's stay connected. For those of you who's watching, I want to say thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for watching. I hope you enjoyed this video, but not just that. I hopefully that you're able to get some nuggets from this. And obviously my best wish to you is keep pushing forward. Just keep going. And whenever you come across where you feel like you're going to give up, I want you to remember this and remember this forever. When you give up, you did not just give up on, your, on yourself and on your dreams, but you gave up on any, everybody, your, son, your, your kids your sister, your brother, your mama, your papa, your relative, like you, like you gave up on the people that actually need and depend on you to succeed, to give them the life that they deserve. I, so you remember that whenever you want to feel like you're giving up one, you know, you're going to you good. You have to work at the job forever, but then you gave up on everybody else that depend on you to succeed because they gave up on their dream because they couldn't do it. Now it's up to you to make it happen. I want you to remember that. But anyways, you guys, I hope you enjoy this. Remember, um, if you're new to the channel, welcome to the Wholesale to Million family. Be sure to boom, smash that subscribe button. Make sure to turn on the bell notification so when I upload a new video or when I go live, you get notified. Anthony, thank you so much for your time, bro. Best of luck. Wish you, wish you much more success and uh, keep me posted. Absolutely. Thank you, Kong. Take, yep. Take care, bro. Bye.